3: And Earth school is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth school together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, my witchy poo. How are you? <laughs> it just rhymes that's why you laugh because it rhymes poo so, and I you. laugh
0: because every time you have a little different song in your greeting <laughs> it's just <laughs> very entertaining to me That's the first time I got the hey witchy poo hey witchy poo how are
3: you should I do it like uh, like a, a rap or a country <laughs> nice. song or something like that like with it. my hey witchy
0: poo how are you I like it a lot how are you holding up I'm good oops sorry I just dropped my pen sorry about that other than dropping my pen I'm very good <laughs> I would
3: say if dropping a pen was the worst thing that's happened to you lately, that you're in better shape than everybody else.
0: <laughs> I'm doing good. I just am finishing up my tarot class online, and oh, I'm so that. proud of my students. They've, they're they so inspiring. They're all leading in, and you know the magic of tarot, and it's oh, just...
3: And you're the most amazing teacher, well, And it's... and your deck is amazing. I don't think I can read another tarot deck. Um, but I have a whole like shelf full of them.
0: I know you can't help but be attracted to them, right? There's so Right. I love cool. them. I even
3: I even bought an old um, mystic tarot, like the original. The mythic.
0: mythic tarot?
3: Oh, mythic. I don't know what I said. The <laughs> mythic tarot. I don't know what I said. You know I always say things wrong. So yeah. just roll with me. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually 90% right. Like when I even uh, practice mediumship and I'm talking to people's loved ones, I get names right about 80 to 90%. Like
0: that's more than I get. I don't even try. I'm so bad with names.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've gotten better at it, um, yeah. but but they're ne- they're never right on. It's it, but it's funny. Yeah. But it's so close. You know, I'm right. <laughs> you know, it's like horseshoes. <laughs> like it's it's close counts. Um, I like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of close counts, I don't know how this is actually close counts is going to uh, relate to <laughs> nice this
0: attempted segue. <laughs> I know it's a,
3: it's a shitty segue. I've had good ones, but this is not a good one. Um, but today. You know, um, our show is called Psychic Hotline. Um, Nobody get excited. We're not opening a Psychic Hotline. And we're just calling it Psychic Hotline. Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) We may. Who knows?
0: Um, Because if we we never get to see people again, this is how it's going to have to happen. (laughs) Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right, we'll no. open a psychic hotline. Okay, no um, to Maya, <laughs> <laughs> but so and Ben, um, but so many of our listeners, you know, are just beginning their spiritual or their psychic journey. Right, um, and we have other listeners that are well into their journey. Right. but no matter where you are, everybody needs a hotline. I mean, you needed a hotline, you know, back in your days of. You know, rooming with Katie Flannery in Chicago. Like you needed somebody, you know, you needed guidance, right? I did. I did. So Absolutely. we all need it. And God knows I need it. In fact, I need it all the time. Uh, <laughs> all the time. So it was kind of like a psychic 911. So today's episode is kind of meant to be the next best thing. So we're, you know, what we want to do is take a lot of the things that you know we understand, we learn things that we hear from our listeners, just to kind of like, um, it's kind of like on a website when you see the the FAQs, the frequently asked questions. (laughs) It's like we think we know what those are. So this is your kind of psychic
0: hotline show, right? I like it. I like it a lot. My elf, and and really, when we're talking about people who are opening up and diving full wide open-hearted into the other side, we want to make sure, number one, they don't drown, and number two, they don't get bit by a shark. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> sharks. We don't they want any right.
3: etheric sharks. We talked about etheric spiders, but, we, <laughs> but etheric sharks we haven't because we don't know if they truly exist. But and,
0: and And by that, we want to say that, you know, we talk about earth school being hard without the other side, but going into the other side without knowing what the ground rules are makes Earth School seem like a cakewalk because you can get into trouble fast. Like those strong undercurrents that can pull you out, the same thing can happen in the other side. And I know many of our listeners have had those experiences because we hear their stories, right? They DM us, they email us, they find you on LinkedIn. Like this is real. And we wanna make sure that we're encouraging people to honor and to be open to the other side with playing by the rules to keep right, them safe. There are there are
3: man-made rules like traffic, right? You know, we have stop signs, we have stop lights, we have laws and rules to keep you know, keep order. Well, the right. the order still has to exist for the other side cuz there are rules that exist there as well and this is our opportunity to kind of jump into them. So what would you say the most important tool Um, that we can possess that keeps us out of harm's way.
0: Well, there are so many of my favorites. And the truth is we've covered a lot of them in other episodes, whether it's the prayer protection, all kinds of things of how to smudging, you know, keeping your space clear. These are all things that are super, super important. And I think we've probably woven in some of these great tips and techniques almost in every episode yeah but, but I know
3: we have one we haven't talked about but we're not gonna, we're not there yet but boy do we ever It's gonna rock have, some worlds
0: <laughs> we have a couple of them mm-hmm. and of course our, our crystal episodes are really good too yeah to help with that because the rocks really help. But one of the foundational tools that I think is a game changer for anyone who's new on the path is grounding and, and let me just unpack this a little bit. So the thing is, when we are sensitive, to the other side, whether it's emotionally, energetically, f- even physically, we can feel it in, in our bodies. When we get supercharged, when a spirit comes in, or when we walk through a vortex, or we walk through a high energy space, or we walk through a low energy space, right? When you can discern that, either through your emotional field, through your inner insight, through your palm chakras, whatever it is, <laughs> I had some, a couple of listeners go, "I have palm chakras," I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: (laughs) 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 Bomb trackers, I knew people would love that.
0: I know, I know. It was so good. They loved that, right in that episode. But being able to scan, you know, with that and have the awareness is super, it's like a superpower. And what happens is they will lean in to the high frequencies, into the energy, and lose their groundingness. So remember, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, so if you only default to that energetic or spiritual experience, you are losing the vehicle to experience the, the spiritual experience. You're losing your body. You're losing your groundedness. You're losing your enrollment in earth school. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I think that the, the, the word grounded um, has been hijacked by um, a lot of different mm, categories. I don't know what actually to call them, but I know that um, – when I used to work at Fox people like well you know let's ground this idea or let's you know got to be grounded of what but they didn't really know what they were talking about it's interesting is because people will say that or they didn't they knew what they were talking about um, but I don't think they really know what grounding something actually meant it's just a word that's been I think used without a lot of of um, knowledge behind it and I found that one word that can help and whether it helps our listeners um, I know it helps me and it's helped people I've helped I've talked to before but the word tether because if we don't tether our body, right? which grounding and tethering to me is kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. um it's it's you, it's kind of like a string to a balloon, right? A string tethers a balloon. So right. if we don't have that, we're just we can fly away and we don't we we'll never be found again.
0: And we actually know people like that who are very light and airy and they just float off and you know like wait whoa whoa where'd you go where'd you go their body may still be right in front of you but they're poof they're, they're gone they're gone they're just yeah floating. because they're, they're not just grounded away. they're not tethered right yes they're because they're not grounded they're not tethered i know the the phrase like if someone has an opinion you want to ground that opinion in in data or in experience or in something that's known so that that um, phrase, I think that's where it comes from. Like, I have this opinion that I've extrapolated, but, you know, I'm grounding it in this experience. Yeah, it's more like
3: proof right. than it is grounding. Right. And so I just want us to, as we talk through some of these these ideas, to make sure that we can give some words that maybe some people can use, respond that to. That in different and ways. And maybe they do, and use them in different ways. I love the word grounding because I know what it means. I was taught, right? right. I was taught to ground. But when and, I teach others and I use the word tether, it, it actually helps them understand it a little better.
0: It's so funny because I, I know people who have an experience of tethering that makes them feel limited oh, somehow. Like um, I, don't, I don't even – Locked. Know. Yeah, They, right. they feel so trapped. They feel like they're being sh- pulled up short or something, like a, yeah. tethered to it, I can't get further out. And right. so I have st- I, I have That's avoided that word in the past, but I like it as a, so when I think about grounding in the way we're talking about, which is we want to actually have you ground and um, ground drop grounding cords into the earth and stay connected to the physical planet, to your physical body, it can help you go deeper into the other side with safety, and that's what we're talking about. That's the power of dropping grounding cords, or A.K.A. staying grounded. Right. Makes sense, right? So it I makes think,
3: total sense to yeah. me. I hope everybody else it makes sense to them <laughs> um, because we, you know when I when I was being taught um, about grounding. Um, and using different ga- grounding cords, and, and interestingly enough, to your earlier point, I was told, "Don't worry, it will move with you. It will go wherever you go." So don't feel that you are being um, you're being limited or prohibited from doing something by because the grounding card can can move with you. So would you mind just like letting everybody know like what is a what's the sixty second way that they can because there's more extensive grounding there's like what's taught at this at the berkeley psychic institute or the different institutes right. around the world there is grounding and it is course number one but there are also kind of shortcuts i guess if you will that can help somebody ground today
0: so like the the first track in my meditation program my meditation series called activate your energy right that is just a really simple drop spin a ball of light in the pelvic ball and drop it down through the pelvic floor down through the chair down through the floor down through the topsoil down through the down 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 to the center of the earth right so it's a very simple boom feel it and and when you're spinning the ball of light like take a moment to connect with it is it changing colors is it changing size does it feel hot does it feel cold does it have a sound does it have a color like pay attention to what you notice just take a couple breaths there boom drop it down and And then give it a little tug, give that cord a little tug with your etheric hands, right? You're not gonna do it with your physical hands because it's not a physical thing, (laughs) but give it a little Mm -hmm. tug. And if you feel a little resistance, like you're plucking a violin string, then you know you're grounded. If you don't, drop that grounding cord and just release it from the pelvis and put it down into the center of the earth. Let it be recycled, renewed for something else. You're done with that grounding cord and drop another ball of light. Like keep dropping it until you feel just a little resistance that says, we got you, the earth is holding you. Let it be activated in this way so that you are connected. Now you are so much better set up for a clean, clear connection with the other side. So you're not – because you're grounded. You have this earth energy holding you. It's really powerful.
3: Because we're earthly beings. And I think a lot of people want to ignore the earthly being part because they think it's sexier to go, you know, play on the other side. It's like grounding yourself is giving, you know, the 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 equality that the earth deserves, you yeah. know, when you are yeah. wanting to go and, um, you know, uh, journey a bit on, on the other side. And so I, I think it's such a powerful thing. You know, we um, – uh, I when I was being taught uh, to use grounding cords, the one that I gravitated toward, and I'm just telling the story so people know that you can you know, also choose some grounding cords, but the one that I ended up choosing was um, the house Suzanne and I had in Sherman Oaks, had this really amazing olive tree in the front yard, and he was named aptly um, Oliver. I, don't, I can't say that my creativity was, you know, really sparking that day. But, um, but anyway, so...
0: They will also tell
3: you what they want to be called. <laughs> well, and in the, in the funny thing is, I don't want to get too far off track, but I used to have conversations with Oliver. Yeah. He was amazing. This oh, tree yeah. was extraordinary. And so Oliver is my ground... He's my go-to grounding cord. Mm. And we talk, I make sure he's okay, because he is the... We- weirdly, the one thing I miss about that house oh. is Oliver i love that damn tree mm-hmm. loved that tree um in fact because that i also again i'm going off tra- traffic but what the hell um <laughs> but you know we lived through a lot of a lot of um drought and mm-hmm. when we lived in california because right. suzanne and i lived in california for 25 years and i think more than half of it we were in drought so we learned to be really great water conservationists and what I would do is, I would take those, you know, Home Depot Homer buckets, those five gallon buckets, put it under the shower water as it was getting warm, and I would taste called gray water. Right. I would take that water, and that's how I fed Oliver. Oliver so I sweet. worked really hard to keep Oliver alive and healthy during um, the droughts. And, and so, and,
0: and doing that supports your groundedness. Anytime you do any activity that connects you with the earthiness, Right, it's this beautiful cycle that keeps you grounded. And well, and ta-
3: the Icelanders, by the way, are hugging trees right now. Like they are yeah. saying, there's a difference in people during the pandemic. They're saying, go hug a tree, right? Because you can't touch other people. Right. Go hug a tree, and it's making a difference. And I know you exactly. want to break. You always want to take the damn break. So I will. <laughs> I, I will acquiesce <laughs> to this one.
0: It's how I stay grounded. To Maya, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Maya is our producer. Everyone, just so you know, <laughs> and our boss.
0: Exactly.
3: All right, everybody, we are back your your uh, psychic hotline episode. <laughs> again, maybe we might have a psychic hotline one day. So, um, first step, so,
0: psychic hotline. Stay first grounded. Step, you you right. have to be grounded before you can even call us because otherwise it doesn't matter.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> we won't pick up the phone. Um, they ground and actually, many people actually do treat us like a psychic psychic hotline. We just get emails and, and, and <laughs> messages from them. So I think we actually already are one. So so again, <laughs> grounding being the you know probably the number one thing you must always do but there are others that are equally as important, and that is knowing. I went, boy, have I learned this one! And is about checking my ego, because ego yeah. can get you in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Brenda just went. Oh, oh, she can't even speak. She I'm feels so that right. so deeply because well, she deals with other people and in the, that. The, so and much. And the thing is,
0: you know, part of the ego's job is to keep us alive, right? That's that's in, and so it will put you in positions to help help you feel important, right, and feel powerful when sometimes it's just all about you feeding your ego instead of you actually being wise. And that's a really big difference. It is a big difference. and And when you're in this space of the other side where, you know, sometimes, in some ways, earthly rules don't matter. And so you think you're playing by the earthly rules and you're smart and you've navigated the world so far, but now you're moving into the other side and you show up doing the same kind of, bs that you do on the earth plane and this stuff can get you in trouble people <laughs> it can get well, you i'll in- give
3: you a great example of that and i think that this will um i think really show what like what it means right so i've talked about uh, my friend alex van camp um, mm-hmm. in fact alex and i've been playing phone tech lately which is probably why i we are doing this episode. Like, all that stuff <laughs> is always so connected, right? Exactly. And and if you guys don't know, I, I love him so de- deeply and dearly. So when I tell this story, I tell it for learning experiences and not telling on him. But when when he was tussling um, with the hat man during sleep paralysis, and we finally you know identified what it was after all the studying and talking to you, Brenda, and reading Heidi Hollis's book about the hat man, that I was able to talk to him about it. And he said to me, um, he, because we got to the place where it's like, we know how for you not to encounter this guy. He goes, well, but what if I want to talk to him? What if I want to confront him? And I went, oh, for fuck's sake. Don't. No. Why? Why would you do that? Don't. Do- that is you just being a dude. You are just like, <laughs> you know, you're just like pe- beating your chest thinking that you're going to somehow Don't outsmart <laughs> the ha- hat man after thousands of years. Somehow it's you. I don't think so, my love. Yeah. it's and, and But I, ego I, was our conversation about that.
0: And, and exactly. Like, I get it on the earth plane, because Alex is so capable on the earth plane, right? <laughs> He's the
3: most capable one I know.
0: Right? Yes. Just like on it, happening. I get it. They don't give a shit about any of that on the other side. It doesn't apply. So, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself, my friend. <laughs> like, you can- <laughs> <laughs> check yourself before but there's a lot of people even if it's
3: not you know confronting the hatman well, they are so still people, people who want to people get so excited to
0: connect with the other side like they hear our stories or they hear other people's stories or they once had an experience and they just And even when we tell, you know, sort of spiritual disaster stories or things like that, they're like, well, I'd rather have that, you know, at least I'd have something then I want so much to connect with the other side, or I want to have that experience. But you can, you can really, you can just fuck things up, people, and and you cannot unfuck it. And you never
3: hear Brenda say the word fuck. So you know, she means it. I Unlike me, I use it for fun. She does not. She's very serious by telling you this.
0: It's, I am so serious about this. And, and... You know, I when, um, one of our audience members decided to go give a, a tarot reading in a graveyard and thought that would be really fun. <laughs> and went to sit down on one of the lovely benches in, you know, a spring graveyard setting. Come on, people, really. And, and so they went to do that. They almost got pushed over by the by spirits, right? Because when when you open up a sacred space, whether it's your heart, whether it's your crown, or whether it's shuffling a tarot deck, which is also a vortex, you open up a sacred space and the spirits just come flying in, they just come flying in. And this person was not ready for that. Her client or soon to be client was not ready for it. They both almost fell over physically. And it took days to detox themselves from it. And they didn't even know what the hell had happened. They didn't even know what happened. And, and you know, chances are that that, you know, she had some awareness of energies and how to manage it. But that can hang on for years, and that can actually change the trajectory of your life. And I'm not being overly dramatic. I'm just telling you the what how it goes. Like, no, this I'm is... the
3: over dramatic one, not you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so when you say it,
3: you are not being overly dramatic. If happy. I say it, I am.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can it can literally you can end up moving. You can end up in different relationships. You can end up in different careers. Like you can take on just energies that aren't yours, influencing your choices, and it's really expensive. And its attachments can like hook themselves into you. Oh, they just guide into your DNA. Oh, yeah. So, even masterful healers have a hard time detecting like what's what really happened and where the original insertion was. And it's so this whole thing about I'm just going to jump in, it can't be that bad. Oh, no, no, no. no. It can. It can be. It can be really bad. It can be really bad. Yeah, it can be
3: really, really bad. And I would actually venture to say you could actually lose your life. Like you could go that far, you could be, you could have, you know, some entanglements with some spirits that are not good and they can drive you to things that you would normally not go to.
0: And and are very, so first of all, very energetically expensive, spiritually expensive and physically damaging. So yes. when you start thinking like, oh, I can handle this or when you trust that little voice that says, I don't actually know what I'm doing. I should probably get some help first. <laughs> So please stay curious. This is your
3: help, folks. (laughs) This is it right
0: now. We want your curiosity. We don't want your recklessness. Right.
3: Right. Right. I think that is very well put and could not emphasize enough. And I'm telling you that the checking of the ego is crucial. It is crucial because, you know, um, what I learned through my journey so much is that um, was about checking the, Was checking my ego. It was the humility of being human. Um, and I'm way more. I mean, I'm a badass on the other side, but I'm definitely a badass in real life, like yeah, in my body. Definitely. Like this, Like I am fear. I'm. I'm fearful of very few things. Um. And and. But I. But I also respect the other side and know where I could go because here's a reality. I've actually never met the Hat Man because he's uninvited. Because I know I right. don't want that energy, and so I uninvite all of that that stuff. I'm not saying that's the only way to go about it, and we're all different. We all have to do things our own way. But the fact that I, in the beginning, I'm like, nope, you are not invited, right in my in, in my orbit. I don't need your shit. You're 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 out. Um, and weirdly, so far so good. Me, but <laughs> but that's that.
0: Yeah, So, and, and I would just have you decide what your threshold is that says, okay, I'm, I'm crossing this line. But if you have kids, just think, is this something I would be comfortable with one of my children doing when they were under the age of that eight? Is
3: the conversation I had with Alex. Right. He was becoming a new dad for the first time.
0: Right. Is this something I'd be comfortable with my children doing? And that if, changed him. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Sorry it, to keep interrupting you, but no, that no. is like so what changed that man. Yeah. It's a really good threshold. If you don't have kids, pretend you do. <laughs> you have pets. Yeah. was this something I would be comfortable dragging my pet into without any, without any training, without any protection? I
3: don't think that is it. such a don't great do point. It.
0: Don't do it. Too expensive. Don't do it. Too She's not expensive. being dramatic,
3: folks. Yep. So now, if I were calling into a psychic hotline, <laughs>
0: yep. one of the things that I would ask,
3: did <laughs> <laughs> you like how I would do that to what you? What would
0: you ask my elf? <laughs> what <laughs> I would ask,
3: I would ask Hello. about trusting my, my own self, like trusting mm-hmm. my own visions, trusting my own instincts, because th- I will tell you, um, you know, one thing that I have struggled with was that trusting, mm-hmm. trusting of self. I'm way better about it now, but trusting, you know, like, what do I trust? What do I not trust?
0: Right, right. Tell us about that. This is a, this is a really big thing. And even, you know, hopefully in the you know, past episodes, if you've listened, you hear us say, you'll know you'll know, trust yourself, trust that inner guidance, cultivate a relationship with your inner guidance. And the way you do that, of course, is by meditation. I know, rinse, repeat for me, but it is is an important thing. But I will just give you one example that um, comes to mind for me. Um, So we have a a close friend who stays with us often and travels a great deal, and we're sort of in the middle of the country. So uh, this friend comes and stays with us frequently, and we love having her, and it's so much fun. And one year for Thanksgiving, we had planned to visit our families who are out of out of the state, and so she figured this out and said, "Hey, um, I'm going to come to you know. Can I stay in your house for Thanksgiving?" And um, we were like, "Hmm, you know, didn't, we didn't answer right away because I didn't know how to think about that." Um, this friend is, you know, we talked earlier how you have people who float away. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is one of those. Well, friends.
3: also, people need to understand how yeah. energetically charged your house is, and you know, it's it is gritted, like you have a lockdown on it, but you yeah. also have is a lot of activity in it too. Right?
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there I right.
3: just want to add that part. Thank you. Because not Thank everybody's you. house is like your house. Yes. Nobody, it's, other people don't blow their light bulbs like you do, or <laughs> or batteries drain in like a nanosecond. Yeah. It, it, cabinets slamming. <laughs>
0: can happen Um, (laughs) but um, so so I was like "Hmm, let me just think about that you know but I trusted myself in the moment this is you know a dear friend and and I trusted not to answer right away because it wasn't an unequivocal yes it was like hmm let me let me feel that because I couldn't feel it like I couldn't I literally couldn't feel it and then um, there were a couple messages that came through uh one through a, um one of my healers who worked on me one through a dream and then there was a third one that came through um that all showed the same thing which was our house igniting with this friend in it
3: <laughs> like on fire igniting uh, yes igniting
0: <laughs> igniting mm-hmm. yes and and um and so i had to tell this friend i'm so sorry but i can't i can't allow that Um, I can't can't have you in the house for the Thanksgiving holiday. This did not go over well because, unbeknownst to me at the time, she had invited a whole bunch of people from all these different states to come to our home for Thanksgiving. (laughs)
3: Uh, Which is probably why you saw the ignition happen.
0: I I don't know. And the the beautiful (laughs) thing is I will never know because I trusted my instincts in such a very strong way. And this was not a way to say, I don't love you or you are irresponsible, or I don't trust you, it wasn't any of those things. It was about me trusting my instincts, trusting what came to me through three different venues in less than a week that said, this is not a good time for you to be in our home alone. It doesn't mean that that's a global thing and that it'll never happen, but it wasn't going to be over that Thanksgiving holiday. And so, so,
3: I love that story, Bren. I think it is so and it, it, because even and, and why I love this story is because a, it's your story and and these are things that you have to stay on top of daily, even yeah, the, with all your superpowers, right? Like yes. <laughs> even you have to decode these things that happen. 'Cause you are just as human as the rest of us. Oh, and so yes. you
0: Earth school, is right? hard, I mean, Earth school is hard, baby. First school is hard. It's live hard for that. us too. <laughs> it's not right? just a tagline. I'm living it.
3: So what I yeah. think is incredible about the story is that you you did, you spent time with like, let me look at this. I don't it doesn't feel right. But here's the part that I think would be really helpful for people. So, you know, we all have you know, we we like to call it intuition. Mm-hmm. I think it's a clear. You know, it's it's one of the clairs. It's one of the clairs, but if we want to call it by by a different name, we can, and we'll Mm -hmm. just call it intuition. I think the hard part for people is because also, you know, because we talked about grounding ego. Now we're into trusting. Is how do you have that conversation with someone that you love and a not sound crazy, um, not piss them off. Ensure sure, though, that you were – because the decision that you made was protecting yourself, your space, you, you know, and, and – And
0: ultimately protecting my my friendship, right? Of course. Because one of the things I said is if anything happened, I would never forgive myself, right? What if something happened to her Well while, well, exactly. you know, if the house burned down? Like, I, I would never forgive myself. And I can't – Ask other people to trust my intuition. Ask other people into their own intuition. If I can't live it, (laughs) right? Right. Like, right? This is not a life I want to live. I I want to live a life where I'm actually living my teachings and being brave enough to make someone else uncomfortable to speak my truth. And they don't. They don't have to believe me, right? They don't have to believe me. They don't even have to. You know, if I didn't have such an authentic relationship with this woman for so many decades, she may have thought you just didn't want me in your house. <laughs> you know?
3: Right, right. You
0: just you just want to ruin my Thanksgiving. You know, which there were flares of that. Trust me, she could be. She had to go back to her people. <laughs> I like say, that. There were flares. <laughs> yeah, there, were, there were flares because there were because, flares out there because she was embarrassed, right? Because our school is hard, so she had to go uninvite people to this Thanksgiving she was planning in my home.
3: And what a lesson for her.
0: Well, and and. The truth is it didn't hurt our relationship. Right. She wasn't overly pleased in the moment. but So
3: one of the things that I've learned about that, about the truth of it, because I've I've had to deal with that too, because the worst thing for me is to not speak it. Right. And something happened, right? Like that is like, oh, wait, I saw that and I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. And, it's so right? expensive. It's so, so expensive. <laughs> it is. And it's yeah. the same. So I also learned it during mediumship training, where it's like it's not my job to filter or to hold back or even even in you know we all know I like to to juice up stories to even do that um, <laughs> it, that's not my job my job is to communicate clearly what I am getting and right. to not hold it back because it's not mine right? right but 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 the point I think of this is in what I've learned is. My job is to communicate. My job is not to process it for the other person or to be fearful of how they will respond. Right. So my job is like I must I must communicate it um, with love and to be gentle. And if I can't be gentle if they don't get it, I can get a little rougher if I need to. but I need my job is to communicate it um, period. How they handle it is up to them. Um, what they do with the information is up to them. but you know, my job is to make sure I communicate.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And to honor and trust that that instinct and that knowing, and I will say when you're, you know, when I'm working, I will often um, be giving a message, and I will check in with the spirit giving the message that says, "Did I get that right? You know, yes, do, I do. You, yes, do, do you need to modify that and or use a different word there? You know, like I'm translating energy, right? Or, um, and and so the same is true when you're trusting your own instincts that says. Did I speak that as authentically as I needed to, or do I need to go back and Was I overly harsh, or you know? But but, don't only respond to the person in front of you to try and make them comfortable. Exactly, because that's too expensive. Then you've lost the meaning of the message. It doesn't mean you know, going and kill them with it. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't. No, but you you can communicate right. You know, with love mm-hmm. for sure. And
3: when you do that, ideally. You're not, but if they, but you know, you're not in, you don't control how other people take, how they accept things. Exactly. And, but it's, but it's worth the risk is kind of the overall point. Whatever risk you think you may have, it is far worth that risk than to not communicate it and to not be true to yourself. Right. It is, it is far more worth that other risk. And, and then if somebody's upset, it just came a little time. I mean, it's because they'll process it and they'll get to where they need to be. But I think that's or one of the harder don't, things
0: that gi- that just gives you more information. It, it does, right? It, it does, just give doesn't it? It gives you more information. Right? It, you more information. <laughs> right? it gives you more information that they were never your friend, right? Right. Because right. you know, you get to have needs too. You get to have exactly to live your truth without qualifications.
3: Right, and like, you might, it might somebody might say, "Well, I think you're full of shit," I and mean, be like, "Okay." Well you're yep. still not staying at my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I got you there. Because I would like to come back from Thanksgiving vacation to my home. That's to my home. Like, exactly. Yes, and the I other think. thing is
3: it is yours. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. It is yours. I mean yeah. it's physically yours. Yeah. Like it isn't within the with the law of the land, it's yours. <laughs> you know? And, the and, truth, and, those and that's those messages worth it.
0: were also mine. Right. Yes. Just as physical, just as much ownership. As the, as the house, right? The energetic messages that came through, the spare messages. So beautiful.
3: Oh, yeah. so good. All right. So we're going to take a break, which I never actually initiate a break. I think I know, that Brenda is probably completely and utterly bowled over by <laughs> that. But that is my truth, is that we need a break. <laughs> and so I need to tell all you guys my truth.
0: And yeah, we will be back. We'll right be back. back. <laughs> what did you do? You're freaking me out. <laughs>
3: And we are back, and I actually think that uh, we just heard a story from Brenda about how she actually listened to her instincts and did the right thing. I think, Brenda, do you have a story that will kind of share with us doing the wrong thing?
0: <laughs> oh, I have a lot. <laughs> a lot of this. That's called the earth school. <laughs> <Right>?
3: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, when did you get an F on intuition?
0: I got an F on intuition when I was sitting in a, I told this story once before in an episode, but it's such a such a a deal breaker for me when I was sitting in a a Barnes & Noble bookstore reading a book and being very fascinated I was there with my boyfriend and I heard this voice that said look up as I was sitting on the floor and I was just all in my ego all my little you know sassy pants if he wants to come get me he can come get me I'm reading this book I'm not even gonna look up (laughs) and I looked up five minutes later, and my handbag was stolen. <laughs> so, that old, is not F- a good time F- to, to F- ignore. Yes. <laughs> so I got an F in trusting my intuition, uh, trusting my guidance. And, you know, that happens too. But what a gift, because I got the lesson, right? I got the lesson. Yeah,
3: what a gift.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: you just lost a handbag. I mean, in the scheme of things, yeah. I mean, I know it sucks. And losing a handbag, that sucks. Yeah. It totally sucks because getting a new driver's license and credit cards, that all sucks. Well, and I and, was traveling,
0: a, so I didn't, have a, I didn't have my driver's license. Yeah, no, that license. all sucks.
3: That all sucks. <laughs> um, you know, the worst, the, when I learned is that I just, the dog ate a pair of my shoes. So like that was a very small price to pay for such a big, important lesson because it was after that is when I started, I heard, um, guidance in my car that eventually, that like, very well saved my life, or yeah, save the person in front phone. of me, save mine. Don't answer your phone. Right. And the the shoe lesson came before that.
0: Yeah. So you got it ramped up. So so right. Like, we got to help Elf. We got to help. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we got to help her out. So let's teach her about this lesson, and let's just take her shoes away, even yeah. though it'll piss her off because she has a wide foot with a high arch, and we know how <laughs> shoes are very difficult for her. But let's take those away. Um, because we have we have other things we need we have planned for her and right. uh, and it worked and they were right
0: and and again what I love about just that little progression you just gave which was you know what we're all learning we're Ugh. all learning like we've laid down some pretty valuable guidelines of navigating the other side and we're all learning all the time so have compassion for yourself as you go through these steps of just... Practice grounding. Practice what that would be like. Spend five seconds, five minutes, visualizing that ball of light and dropping it down and being grounded, and then moving with that grounding cord throughout the day until it's all of a sudden gone. Then drop a new one. Like yeah,
3: because the- you can feel it when it's gone. Like when I was learning.
0: If you're paying attention, I could <laughs> tell.
3: Oh yeah. Well, I yeah, and that's the thing. And and I would encourage people. I know I've been doing this a lot lately, um, which has been you know really directing people to to you, Brenda, whether it's for a reading or 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 to. Um, you know work with your um, the new meditations that, that that you have out now i think is so crucial because that way you have instruction and you actually have your psychic that's keeping an eye on you because you that's you uh, <laughs> and um and and you'll learn uh, um what to look for you know when when you are ungrounded because that was the most valuable thing to me is that i learned i, I remember I was, I was really at the very beginning of it and uh, the person who taught me had actually said, you are to do this yourself. You are not to try to teach anybody else until I tell you, which was really important. Like, I need ground rules. Ground rules. <laughs> I do.
4: <laughs> I mean, I need and big. sometimes
0: you listen to them.
3: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> no. I do. Um, but I need big old fences around me when it comes to this stuff because I get excited like anybody else. I'm still a little kid when it comes to it. And, um, But part of it was paying attention to myself. And I, I, I learned that when I was grounded, I could really handle things better. Mm-hmm. Like I could handle a problem. I was very calm. In fact, you would you could ask anybody I worked with, they would tell you how calm I became during that time. It was very hard to get me upset.
0: But you, then you don't get his throne.
3: Right? No. Have no, stuff and can I could process right down things. Cord. And I was right, and I was so like my old behavior was I would just want to make decisions to get them out of the way. And yeah. then when I would ground myself, I would actually take longer, so much more time to make decisions because I was right. actually in my body, right? Do I yeah.
0: More thoughtful, too.
3: Oh, far more thoughtful. Right. Good decisions. Way better decisions than I'd made before. Um, but boy, could I tell when I was ungrounded. Yeah, That was so amazing. Because <laughs> like, I would find myself kind of going off the handle, and I'd be like, whoa, I had to give myself timeouts. And I would go take timeouts in the ladies' restroom. I'm just Unground. telling you like it yep. was. And I would go into a stall, and I would literally take a few – I would go ground myself and just get composed, and then I was fine. Yeah. So practicing that is so important. And, 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 and make sure you know when you're ungrounded because that is the most important thing I learned.
0: And the other thing is, when you're un, when you're ungrounded, you'll take on so much more energy that's not yours. Oh, it's exhausting, and it'll you'll just get so <laughs> exhausted so fast. And it doesn't matter what you eat or how much you rest; it's you, you just can't do it because all that energy wasn't yours to begin with. So you can't. Your cherry
3: pie doesn't help. I mean, it's weird because I thought it fixes everything, but it doesn't. <laughs> Good so, to know. So, but yeah, you're welcome. Is there anything else though that? Well, that,
0: just just reminding people of the, of what we talked about today, which is you know that groundedness. Check your ego, right? Check yourself before you wreck yourself, because you can. Get <laughs> I love that. In, you can get in big trouble on the other side. That, that's right? a meme. Yeah. Check
3: yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself, and
0: have like some grounding visual. And then trust your visions, trust your instincts, and as you connect in with that and honor that, navigate the exterior world with compassion as you engage with others or express your truth. But maintain your own authority over your own life. Don't expect other people to give you permission, or give or or understand. That's not their job. That's your job. Ugh. Own that well without said again. apology. Right.
3: So good. And the ego part of it, right? Like that part is make sure what you're doing isn't to you know, pound your chest and like, oh, I can do this. It's like, "Mm, you know what? Why don't you just check that too while you're at it? Yeah, until your life
0: gets hijacked for a decade, then come Exactly,
3: (laughs) exactly, (laughs) exactly. But I think it's really important. I think that part's really important. It's like, if you're not confident, don't do it. You know, get the proper instruction. And truly, Um, if you
0: are confident, I would really check yourself, see who's talking there. Right, because the truth is, even when you're navigating the other side or some situation, you should always be on alert. You should always be. And if you're getting yes. the lackadaisical and you're so confident, you're like, oh, I got this. Mm-mm. You're going to get yourself in trouble. Guaranteed. Yep.
3: Guarantee be it. alert, I think, is, oh, that's a good one. Yep. So, so the final message on that is to be alert. Yeah, that's our, that's our psychic hotline. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> thank you so much. And Brenda, thank you. That was great stories. And I, I love that. Uh, I love, I love so much of what you. you said. What a great day. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. And remember, our school is hard without the other side.
0: Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs> thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you.
3: Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at
0: 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without
3: the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.